Welcome to Roadblock, or heart-to-heart conversations with yours truly, Nicolette Swaby, also known as Jay Roots. I look forward to our time together as we face our story in the glory. Is that Marianne? The famous Marianne? Good afternoon to you, ma'am. Ryan, good afternoon. Tanya? Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Hi, sis. I miss you too, Marianne. But thank God for technology. (laughs) We can be miles apart, but still connected. Can be miles apart, but still connected. So good afternoon, everyone. Share this video with your contacts. It's actually my first time going live on this page. I've gone live on the music page, the J-Roots music page, but it's my first time going live on this particular page. So like and share the video. If you have been keeping up, you would have known that I've been doing the Roadblock podcast. And the Roadblock podcast is heard on all the online media platforms. So Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. If you list, if you stream your music from iTunes, you'll be able to listen to the Roadblock podcast from there as well as Spotify. So if you stream on Spotify, you can also find the Roadblock podcast there. So today for episode number 10, I decided to just go live and have our discussion from here so i'm looking forward to having a you know communication with you guys i want you to respond to me tell me how you're doing how is your monday going so far how is your monday going so far how are you doing what has god been doing in your life Hmm? i hope that you have been blessed i have been blessed and I, I don't intend to be on here very long today. Let's see how it goes. Pray for me. Let's see how it goes. I If you look at the topic, it says, I don't want me. Mm. That's what the title says. Ryan, you're resting. Yes, <laughs> it's spring. I, I tell you, I'm not a fan of the cold. But I was told that it's not as cold as it would usually be. So I guess this year wasn't that bad. But I'm looking forward to the weather getting a little warmer on this side of the universe. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, the Roadblock podcast is really putting perspective to suffering and the things that we go through on a daily basis. We all face challenges. It doesn't matter who we are, our status, how much money we have in the bank. You know, we all go through some difficult, trying times. And so Roadblock is putting some some perspective to all those daily challenges and using scripture to kind of show us how we need to walk through those situations, how we live out those situations and glorify God in them. You know, a lot of times, sometimes we we want to pray them away and say, Lord, I don't want to go through this. I don't want to experience this. 
But then we realize that those challenges, those trials, those suffering situations come to make us, they come to fortify us. And if we should look back on some of the negative situations we have faced in life, we would know that if it wasn't for that situation, I would not be the person I am today. We garnered so much wisdom and we learned to, grow, to glorify God in those situations. We learn to glorify God in those situations. And so that's what Roadblock is all about. Ah, oh, that's awesome, Marianne. Awesome. Now, the title for today's episode, I Don't Want Me, that title came from an experience I had just last week. So last week, I was praying, praying for someone who is not saved. And for those of you who are, you know, Christians, you might have had an experience like this before. I was praying for somebody who is is um not saved or struggling in their walk. And I was saying, "Lord, save this person, you know, Lord, set up situations, you know how we pray, meet them where they are, Father." And while I was praying for this person, it's it's like the person became me. So let me use, because um, I know sometimes we work, we work well with visuals. So I don't know if you can see this little pain. Let's say this, this is the person and I am praying for the person and I'm like, Lord, save this person. Um, whatever you need to do to save this person's soul. And I was there praying and it's almost like I became the person. It's like I became the person and I started saying, Lord, save me, save me, Father. Lord, whatever you need to do, I don't want me, I don't want me, I don't want me. Now, this is me praying for this individual, you know. And while I'm praying for the individual, everything about them became me. And I was crying out and I, and I just kept saying, I don't want me, I don't want me, I don't want me, I don't want me, I just want you, I want you, Lord, I want you, Lord. And I remember when I finished praying and I was kneeling down and it's, I remember my bishop shared an experience that she had when she just got saved. And friends, I, the same thing happened to me. I was there when I finished praying for this person, I felt like a roar, like a rumbling in my stomach. I felt a rumbling in my stomach and it just kept going. And then I just started speaking in tongues, like everything just came out, you know, and I just, and it just, it was an awesome experience. And I was just praising God and praising God and saying, thank you, God. And the Lord started saying something. Yes, Janelle, that prayer of Shigunath, Habakkuk's prayer. That's what it was. And, you know, the Lord started saying some things to me. And, you know, I just, I, you know, wrote down some things. And I was just saying, amen, amen. Immediately after the same person I was praying for, I was in a conversation immediately after with the same person. And everything that the Lord said to me in the prayer, I didn't have to, while I was having the conversation with the person, I didn't have to think about what I was going to say. I didn't have to think about how am I going to respond to what this person is saying. Everything that the Lord had said to me while I was praying, I just started saying it to the individual and that's exactly what I needed to see. And I was like, whoa, but the Lord allowed me 
to almost take on that person's life and feel what they were feeling and when I and because I felt what they were feeling and it's almost that that compassion that's what Jesus talks about when he says he was touched by the feelings of our infirmities everything that we go through he knows it he doesn't have to say Lord what am I going to say to Mariano what am I going to say to Jessica no he knows exactly what to say because he feels what we feel and he knows how to minister to that thing that's right that's the that's just the holy spirit that's just the holy spirit but the point i want to zoom in on is within the prayer that said i don't want me because that's what the person needed to hear and i also take it for myself and which is why I'm also sharing it this afternoon in inside of inside of Roadblock because we need to take this too for ourselves because Jesus said if any man is going to follow me if any man is going to deny if any man is going to be my disciple he must deny himself he must deny himself and I looked up the word deny and it means, it states that one refuses to admit the truth or existence of. So you cease to exist. Hi Lydia, when you deny yourself, you cease to exist. You don't exist anymore. You refuse to give or grant something that is desired to someone. To refrain from satisfying oneself. That's what to deny means. You cease to exist. You withhold yourself from certain pleasures. Some things that you like or some things that you would like to do. You say, you know what? I am not going to do that because I am dead. I cease to exist. I don't exist anymore. You refuse to satisfy yourself. You refuse to satisfy, write, write out the scripture, Jessica, that you just wrote, write it out. You refuse to satisfy yourself. And in every situation that we go through in this life, we have to realize that it's not about us. Even when we're praying for somebody, even when we pray for somebody, we have to know that this prayer is not about me. It's not about what I want. I don't want this situation to work out favorable just for me because I cease to exist. In Romans 6, the apostle tells us, reckon yourselves as dead. Reckon yourselves as dead. And we live in a world right now, that's right, it's all about God. We live in a world right now where everything is centered around me, myself, and I. Everything is centered around what we want to achieve and what the big dreams and aspirations that we have to accomplish. And this is what I'm going to do with my life. And from where children growing up, we're told to, to, to make our plans and do what we want to do and be strategic 
that's what we're taught to do from I was in high school. I remember being taught, make your plans and be strategic and whatever it is that you want to do with your life. That's what you are going to do with your life. But we have to come to a place where we realize that indeed we are not of this world. The world can do their thing and decide what they are going to do. But if we are the children of the living God, we have to seek God. It is his vision. It now becomes his dreams. It now becomes his aspirations, his agenda and what he wants to do. It's now all about what God wants to do. On the job, you may be saying, this is my dream job, but God says, I don't want you to apply for that job. You may be saying, this person is the one I'm going to live with for the rest of my life. But God says, that person is not for you. This relationship is not for you. And we tend to go after what we want. This is what I want and this is what I've always dreamt about. And we live in a world where preachers are telling us to go after what you want. Live your best life. Live your dream and do what it is that you want to do. Don't worry about the haters. They just don't want to see you flow and do well. Hello? It's about the kingdom of God and it's about God's vision. And it's about what he wants to do in our lives. And when we find ourselves in situations, we have to be willing to realize that we are dead to this world. We cease to exist. And everything that the world sees is now God. It's now God. It's now the Lord. It's what he wants to do. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things will be added unto you. Not all of us will be rich. Three things the Lord promised us. Who knows those three things? Food, clothing, and shelter. <laughs> Food, clothing, and shelter. But we're not satisfied with just that. Let me tell you something about the devil. He was not satisfied with his position in God when he was Lucifer. He was not satisfied with just being the cherubim that covers. He was a glorious little image. He had music in himself. All kinds of precious stones in himself. But you know what he said in his heart? He said, I am going to exalt my throne above the throne of the Most High. He had a big ambition, a major dream, great aspiration that he wanted to accomplish. And that dream made him foolish. He said that dream that he had, he was now willing to pursue something that God did not ordain for him. He said within himself, my measure, this measure that God has given me is too small. So I have to do something to make a name for myself. And we know what happened. He got cast out of the presence of the Lord. Cast out of heaven, lost his position, and now he's, he's Satan. <laughs> we now know him as Satan. So the beautiful Lucifer that he was, what he does know is clothe himself into that angel of light to make us think that he's still glorious, but he's not. But that was what happened with him. He had a great ambition, a great dream. 
to be big and make a name for himself and that ambition became his downfall pride that became his downfall now if you look at the way how this our society is going now and not just the society but the church is going now it is telling us to make a name for ourselves and do something big and be this great person just think close your eyes and think about where you want to be in the next 10 years. Just think about that thing. Where you want to be in the next 10 years. What you want your bank account to be in the next 10 years. That don't even, it don't even sound like God. It don't even feel right. Me closing my eyes and doing it a while ago. It don't feel right. You're closing your eyes. And you're envisioning what you want to do in the next 10 years. And, and that's what your, your mind is set on. It, it does not feel right. It's about God and what he wants us to do. I don't have to close my eyes and think about where I need to be in the next five years. All I need to do is say, Father, because he's my father. And he talks to me. And he says, my sheep, they know my voice. They hear me. And another they will not follow. If I need clarity, you know what he says in this scripture? Proverbs, this is a popular scripture that we always read. Proverbs 3, verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So if you are going to acknowledge anything, I don't need to acknowledge. I don't need to acknowledge something, some big dream that I create. Hmm. That's it. I don't have to acknowledge some ambition that I am going to create for myself. Because what I'm doing there is I'm making myself my own God. But what I need to do is submit to God. And say, Father, I acknowledge you as my God. You are my Lord. You are my shepherd. And I am the sheep. Wherever I go, it's where you lead me. What I do is what you bid me to do. Jesus said, I don't come here to, to set up my kingdom. I come here to do the will of the Father. To do the will of the, the kingdom under earth. The kingdom under earth, those set up yet. The physical one, not the body one. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. I am not my God. I don't set out my own plans and what I want to do. It is God's plan. It is God's vision. It is God's ambition. It is God's dream. It is God's aspiration. It is what he wants to do. It is not about us. It is not about us trying to make a name for ourselves. It is not about us trying to make a name for ourselves. The people in, 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 in Genesis, the descendants of Noah, when they wanted to make a name for themselves, God scattered them. He scattered them because they said, let us make a name for ourselves. That's what the Pharisees were also doing. And, and, and Jesus came and said, they are just like graves. They are like tombs. Like a grave. White man, dead man's sepulcher. That's how we go. White man's bones. 
because they were just focused on their image and how they would look in the eyes of the people. But we have to be concerned about, Father, what is it that you want me to do? We have to deny ourselves, cease to exist, and know that it is all about Christ. It is about what the Lord wants to do in and through us. And if we seek him, he promised that we will find him. He will not be a mystery. He will tell us, okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to sing this song, write this book, go to this church, submit to your leader. Don't release anything until you learn Christ. He will direct you. But sometimes we're in such a rush. Such a rush to be something big. And God is saying, humble your little self. Deny yourself. In Luke 14, 26, it says, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. You have to hate your own life. Nothing in this world can have more influence on you than God. He makes it very clear that we should not consider ourselves. If there is any consideration of self, consider yourself as dead. You live unto the purpose of God. There's another scripture I want to highlight. Philippians 2 verse 13. And it says, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. God is the one in you doing what he wants to do, doing his will and working out his good pleasure. So I don't have a right to do what I want to do. When I say I surrender to God, I say I give up my very life. I give up my dreams. I give up everything for the sake of the kingdom. So this humanistic view this humanistic view that man can create his own destiny is not of God. It's not of the Lord. When we look at Abraham, he was willing to leave everything. Everything in obedience to God. And so today I want us to think, think about one thing. That's right, for me to live is Christ. Think about one thing that you do not want to do, but you know that God is telling you to do it. For example, me, one of the things I did not want to do was come on Facebook and with a live video. I do not like it, <laughs> but I know that the Lord wanted me to do it. Think about one thing that you do not want to do but you know that the Lord is telling you to do it. Somebody might have hurt you in the past and you're carrying around that unforgiveness. But God says, forgive if you don't, because that's you also denying yourself. That's you choosing to let go of the hurt and what the person did. And you now choose to forgive. You now choose to forgive. So think about that one thing. Think about that person you don't want to forgive. Think about that thing you don't want to do, but you know that the Holy Spirit is tugging on your heart and he's saying you need to do it. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Everybody good?
Everybody understanding? Let us learn from what happened to Lucifer. With this big ambition that he had, that was not the will of God. That's the, that's the clincher. It was not the will of God, but he wanted to exalt himself. Learn from Lucifer and don't let that be your fate. Do not let that be your fate. God says that salvation, everything is crucified. Everything is dead and we are resurrected in newness of life. It's now about doing the will of God in the earth. Amen. So let's keep our eyes on Christ. And he promised to lead us. You see, the thing is, we want to run, but we don't want to spend time with the Lord. We don't want to spend time in prayer. We don't want to spend time seeking his face and saying, Lord, show me your way. Show me a perfect way to please you. You tell me what to do. You tell me what you want me to do. And listen to hear his voice. Learn to hear his voice. Amen? Amen. And when we submit and we allow Christ to move and do his work, when we allow Christ to move, then we're going to see miracles, signs, and wonders. God is not going to have a problem using us to do some great exploits for him because he knows that we have crucified ourselves. He knows that we have submitted ourselves to him. He knows that he can trust us. He's not going to have a problem using us to heal. Because you see, if it's all about us, if we lay our hands and heal somebody, we're going to know, glorify ourselves. Man, I did that. Huh? I did that. Look at me. Let me start my healing ministry. No, because I have the gift of healing. If we submit ourselves to God, he's not going to have a problem breaking out in our con congregations, healing and doing wonders, because he knows that we're not going to take the glory. Amen. Amen. I hope that you guys have been blessed. <laughs> Thank you. Amen, Marion. We need to humble ourselves. Humble ourselves before the Lord. Amen. Amen. Share this with your contacts. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for being with me for this episode of Roadblock. And I hope that you will ponder on these things. Think about some things in your family, in your own life, that you know that God is saying, just submit to me, let me deal with it. But you still putting yourself out there. God may be saying, your opinion is not needed in this situation, but you still have to go, no, I have to prove my point. I have to deny yourself, cease to exist. That's what Jesus did. Father, we thank you today for your word. We thank you that you are God. We thank you that you are king. We thank you that you left an example for us. Thank you, Lord God, that we are dead to this world. We have been crucified with Christ. And it's not I that live anymore. We don't live anymore. But it's the Christ in us that is living. And you have a real life that you want to live. You have a real work that you want to do in and through us, Lord. And you don't want or created ambitions to interrupt your vision and so father have your way in our lives use us as you please as we commit our hearts and we commit our hearts today we say let your will be done let your kingdom come in Jesus' name amen 
Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I hope that you have been blessed. And I don't know if this is going to happen again, but if it does, we will see. <laughs> we will see. And um, I may just be back next week again. So thank you guys for joining, like, and share this video. And remember, you can always tune into Roadblock on all the major online platforms. You can go to sunrisewithjesus.com because Roadblock falls under the Sunrise with Jesus podcasts. So you can go to sunrisewithjesus.com and see all the material that they have. There are a lot of ministry material. And you can go to sunrisewithjesus.com forward slash app and download the app on your phone. And every week when there is a new podcast, you will get that podcast and you will be able to listen in and be blessed. We have nine episodes that are already on the podcast. So you can tune in and be blessed. You can also listen on Spotify, um, Google Play Music, and Apple Podcasts. All right. Go live. We, probably Marion. <laughs> That's true. I will. Shelly, hi. All right, guys. Be blessed. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Love you. Oh, you can email roadblockpodcast at gmail.com. Take care. For your copy of this episode of Roadblock, visit our Sunrise with Jesus app or you can download on iTunes. And don't forget to give to our ministry. Your donation will help us to expand and bless more homes just as you have been blessed. God loves a cheerful giver. So go ahead. Giving is only a click away. Visit our app and click on Give. Until next time, rejoice, feel the breeze, smell the roses, smile with your neighbor, and walk on, warrior.